Raja Ram sir, welcome again to the second part of this interview. Thank you so much for coming into our studios today. Thank you. Okay. Sir, I would like to ask you today about how we can use AI and how it can have a positive impact on society, whether it be learning or any other uh, industry. What are your thoughts on these? Yeah, sure. So, uh, if I may go back a little bit to the, you know, the earlier uh, part of the interview we had, somehow it ended on a note where uh, probably I was implying that, you know, uh, the whole use of technology in education and for everything else, the basic needs of life is probably more detrimental, uh, you know, than helpful eventually. And that's when uh, uh, the host, our host Parmaja was asking me, is there anything good possibly about it? Uh, I remember uh, uh, ending up saying that, no, oh, I don't think so, you know. But then that remained as a kind of unresolved uh, question. Then I uh, remembered, yes, there could be possibly. And uh, the reason uh, probably it, it was there on my mind was uh, that I had that idea long ago. My last talk in IIT in 99 was about, uh, since I was working in these deep technologies, deep learning technologies, and there was a event about uh, what is the future of uh, uh, education technology. There was education technology initiative there, which had ended up with just video recording of live uh, classroom. Since I was working on this intelligent system, which could extract information and infer from various media. So uh, the idea had presented uh, was that uh, the classroom interactions, uh, the lectures, uh, whatever you do, the teaching, how do you evaluate the students, all of that can be processed through uh, AI kind of system, a, a closed loop system, which could, you know, be probably much more objective, less biased towards uh, a student for, you know, their learning capability, etc. because uh, any uh, competitive system is more about beating the timeline and more about memory and so on, which doesn't, uh, uh, you know, th that's very well understood all, all over uh, the world and through a history people have learned, uh, people in education have learned that it's not really a good test of true intelligence, mm -hmm. though they're still struggling to define what is intelligence. Whereas this whole movement of artificial intelligence, a part of which is computational intelligence, which I was working on, which is today the deep learning technologies, is about trying to uh, understand and make computational models of that natural intelligence. So today, when we hear that AI can beat humans in human faculties put into practice, like legal practice, reading legal opinion, which is applying a whole lot of uh, you know, applicable laws and interpreting an event or a case, and coming up with what is it about the inferencing or a medical you know diagnosis computers have ai systems have proven to be better than and in and in in uh, automated uh, production or manufacturing system it has always been so you know whatever humans are trained to do with a lot of difficulty uh, automated system can do more efficiently without getting tired without getting biased you know and so on with repetitive accuracy and so on Whereas when it comes to cognitive processes like teaching and learning is where the AI could probably add a much higher value. That was what was what I conceived and talked about in 1999, which is what, 20 plus years, 25 yeah. years ago. And recently, just maybe three, four years ago, when uh, since I, I was running, uh, uh, I was rather facilitating a, f a pro bono learning center for the so-called unemployable, which is like uh, the waste product of the education system, the 80% we are talking about. So it is bottom of that pyramid I was dealing with, coming from rural areas, everybody had a degree, most of them engineering, which means they have, you know, studied and gotten their degrees uh, with English as a medium, but then they are unemployable. So it was a terrible thing, because first barrier itself is English language and then of course the aptitude and whole lot of things. So it would, uh, I was dealing with a, a whole lot of uh, this young mass which was actually unemployable going by the norms of industry but then there is a bigger story behind that. You know, I found that that whole phenomenon of unemployability came from the IT industry because our engineering education system got aligned with that, mm. uh, caught on to that wave whereas the industry itself goes through ups and downs 
but once you aligned with only that industry that particular industry you cannot be going following the trend of the industry and go up and down there is no down people keep on expanding so over a large period of time you have much more supply of engineering graduates than the demand and every time the financial market driven industry takes a deep dive falls through you have a problem of excess you know employable people or employment seeking lot qualified otherwise but very less employment that is what is translated into unemployability whoever i cannot employ i call them unemployable and For that to your industry right yeah it's yeah it's it industry term. it is a universal term but it became a issue a public issue political issue social issue seriously in india because our whole technology education got aligned with you know uh, yeah latched on to this uh, it industry trend what you are saying reminded me of what uh, sonam vanjuk has also done where he took the people who didn't make the grade even exactly. at the school level yeah. and he taught them different skills is that something that we should try to do more of do you think that would help yeah. make so, these people employable or at least become entrepreneurs or somehow which is what i was doing for 8 years and it works and we we supported we made about 25 30 startups happen because unless so could, yeah 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 we have created ip all of that then fifth or sixth startup uh, invited me to join as a partner they took one boy the first employee was a uh, you know uh, he was not even a graduate he was a first semester dropout then two more they could not believe what they were seeing they invited me to join as a founder partner i joined with a condition that i'll support them they, they asked me to support growing their business in this domain which i was doing mainly uh, data science analytics kind of thing for which there was a huge demand which is not which was not catered to by the mainstream and today that's what has grown into ai so the base foundation of ai is that data science and analytics if i could support them grow that business they would support this learning center they would recruit everybody coming from there then i i joined as a founder director with you know one third equity with the condition that i would support them their business growth as long as the business supports this learning center so i could onboard in two years time i was there as a director as overall three years so in the two years time i have onboarded actually 100 such otherwise unemployable guys wow. so it was like a gurukul and then you know and so on without hr at all there was no hr no english skill no written test no rejection nothing everybody became employable that was the phenomena the reason was very simple you keep discovering what is required to be learned until you become employed proof of employability is employment not somebody certificate and you know interview and rejection no so you keep learning that's it and that is what all these institutions and education system is supposed to provide which they are not that is my harshest critic which everybody knows now and there is, i'm very glad that there are more and more dropouts out of iits also very glad and uh, covid you know showed very clearly what is essential and non essential i've heard that even in us universities people who had taken admission they started asking for money back what for should we pay all that money <laughs> you know all that you are giving was information which is available uh, if you can deliver the, uh, that through video you know and then uh, at home now parents had visibility to what happens in classroom so what about so, like the whole motivation the atmosphere part of your learning and part of your desire to learn and get better get through those hurdles you come across while learning yeah that part of that motivation to get through that is by looking at your peers oh they are able to do it i can do it too you get that and in a online classroom i think that is missing you're just seeing squares in your zoom or like whatever how do you overcome that motivation problem so what i said was that covid uh, brought it to surface what is essential and what is non essential and whatever was the illusion about you know all this competitive thing that goes on to enter you know premier institutions and then what happens lot of that got surfaced e learning caught up so there was the upsurge of e learning and so on but then you discover what is the limitation of that and so on now maybe people are trying to consciously define what is the value delivered people are asking which was always a debate since long even with all these formal systems competitive system if all that you are delivering is only information is it worth all this trouble all these resources you're right you know once they are in a place like iit they figure out their life they understand what is the value of that 
but the whole purpose of iit as it is communicated to the world and uh, the rest of the world or the country uh, has mandated it is it served which is seriously questioned when there was proposal and there was a ask for uh, the sixth iit this was debated in parliament what is the contribution of these premier institutions in terms of their graduates working for the country what is their contribution in our defense organizations r&d organizations private sector public sector so there is something which is uh, the intent which is uh, expressed and then what actually happens which is true everywhere because we are you know working in the maya so if you are after the truth you would be disappointed but if you want to play with the maya you are welcome there is enough redundancy you know you can also be this that and the other and you know have fun. but there are implications of that maya is not just fun it creates miseries and if you are little bit on the you know side of truth rather than the facts then you would be guilty of contributing to that grief person like einstein is considered like a you know rishi he was a drashtar he was seer he did not invent what he uh, discover what he discovered through formal education right but towards the end of his life he regretted having been you know a nuclear scientist his you know whatever uh, is position of power that was bestowed upon him by the society by the country for his natural intelligence was misused to get approval for this manhattan project and this thing people who actually dropped the bomb have heard there are enough accounts of that they they spent rest of their life virtually you know miserably That's a fantastic example. Yeah. So I think there are many such examples right. of scientists and who just thought with, they're advancing science, uh, yeah, yeah. but the repercussions of their yeah. work yeah. can be good or bad. So it yeah. depends on who lays your hands yeah. on. So without knowing, is there good about it? Would you venture into inventing? But the system is set up such a way that you are innocent. Innocently, your curiosity, your uh, you know faculties are engaged. It is rewarded. The whole system is based on reward punishment. that's why what happens to those top 5% who succeed by all the parameters of this formal education system will be another story not all of that is glorious with yeah. the ai hmm. right ai replacing a lot of uh, other mundane work let's just call it that in multiple fields many people are going to lose their jobs whether it be the full time job or whether it be the number of gigs they get will reduce so ai is also powerful enough to do personalization Is there any way AI can help them acquire newer skills while it is replacing other jobs or Yeah so that's a larger debate probably in earlier part of interview this thing came up uh, look at what is you know the AI as a movement is happening and there are some who have succeeded in creating demonstrable AI solutions and everybody is watching them so what are they going to demonstrate next right there are two of them today one is uh, uh, this Elon Musk the tesla car the driverless car so which they have made enormous progress other one is our uh, google's google assistant so every now and then their ceo comes and does a public show of what is the latest feature but if you look at it from actually what is it impacting in terms of life now obviously being google and uh, tesla the best of investment the virtually they have got uh, unlimited investment unlimited unlimited support and then uh, the best of brains and technology have been created and deployed to deliver or develop what they have been developing but if you look at its impact on humanity what does it mean sitting in india let's say it's going to take away the tesla guys most intelligent system which is probably consume billions of dollars and the best of the ai brains in the world is going to just take away driver's job and in india what is or in any any country what does it become what does it take to become a car driver you need at least a ssc you don't need that's that is one of the stupid uh, you know filters just like unemployability thing i mean according to the laws you need ah, so it's not a necessary yeah exactly but that law does not ensure that he gets a square meal every day so we are actually living with lot of such stupid artificial filters as if you have to provide a job and there are too many people therefore you need a filter you don't need we all lived in last 50 years right and uh, you know how many drivers of all the buses and private uh, you know private and public transport we took had a graduation or sslc why do you need how many auto rickshaw drivers you don't need so virtually every school dropout would come to city and they would become a driver or a garage mechanic or a server in a hotel 
Similarly, who are the guys who go for front desk job? The girls. Least qualification, a little bit of communication skill, which is also trainable. And there are all kind of organizations and there are these people, even with 10th, 12th pass fail, it doesn't matter, it's a job. And that's what this great Google Assistant is going to replace. And there are hilarious demonstrations of that. He demonstrated, the CEO was an IITN, celebrated IITN, he demonstrated how it can help you book your saloon, you know, uh, appointment in saloon. And somebody turned it around and said, you try to book a saloon appointment in Mumbai, what happened? You see, that just cannot understand our Indian language. Our fellow keeps telling you, you can come any day, any time, madam, and it just doesn't understand. You know, that's how you work. You know, why do you have to? It's a strange thing culturally. Why do you have to fix an appointment for a you know, saloon? Why do you need an appointment to go to a saloon? <laughs> so, so a lot of this is very contextual, but then why the whole of the world is running after this? We have changed our curriculum. The best and worst of institutions in Bangalore and around, they have changed their curriculum, they have influenced, the influential people here have influenced university technological university to get rid of all basic subjects in engineering, do only computer science and engineering, you know, yeah, coding. They've done it, yeah. God knows, what happens to our, uh, you know, prime minister's uh, make in India if everybody becomes a coder? That has already created us problem multiple times, this whole phenomenon of unemployability. So that's why, that's a larger debate, uh, you know, it's highly questionable. Then they will have different stories to tell. What's your problem? We have freedom, we have investment and all kind of thing they'll say okay so therefore there is serious serious uh, debate and there is serious effort to bring in regulating uh, regulations for ai uh, ethical ai uh, even indian government is contemplating and it, I, I heard that already it has happened amazon or some one of those you know giants were sued by somebody when he discovered that his uh, you know the recruitment was processed by ai system and sitting in bangalore i had a contract to develop that kind of ai engine we have done it also. Some recruiters <laughs> use that. So now you imagine, you know, you think it is more objective. No, it is as good as the, you know, uh, the program that is written. It's just a code. But even <laughs> though it is just a code, it is more scalable and it can do a lot more personalization. So that and is where you have to find out, we have to define clearly what exactly is AI, what exactly are the features, functionalities and where exactly is the right applications of that. I think, so, uh, let me clarify. So, I am coming from the perspective of learning because I am still holding on to your thought where you said hmm. the current education system does not produce employable graduates. So, all this mass who are not making it into the cream, the 5%, can we do some personalized training for them through this AI? What kind so of So, my, uh, the, like, though 25 years ago, I was just part of that system, but left with that idea presented. But in last 10 years, having actually facilitated this uh, learning center for the bottom of, rock bottom of the pyramid of unemployability, it was personalized. It had to be personalized. Yes. It had to be personalized and then peer learning, guided learning, self-learning, all of that. Discovered a lot of that. And when I started trying to understand, you know, what actually is happening and is there any studies done of this? It comes close to an uh, ideal Gurukul. A Gurukul, ancient Gurukul was defined like that. Nobody was given any degree in any specialization. And nobody was assured of anything. You come, work, you develop life skills, you live together, then you learn. And some 12-15 years of time spent in school, college is a long enough time to explore everything that is possible and then find out what resonates with you. But what have we done? So through my learning center experience, I, as I learned, I started, you know, improvising on that or it just happened, let's say. Whatever you learn starts manifesting in that. And of course, I had uh, the background or, uh, you know, the, the uh, philosophy of uh, this Krishnamurti's founder. He is a philosopher and uh, 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 spoken and done a lot in education in particular because it is the education which modern education is the beginning of corruption. When right from childhood, right from entry, you have this, you know, competitive thing and that competitive thing, the reward punishment creates much more complexities. It has created more problems than solution. You know, when the children grow up with a lot of these complexities and a corrupt mind, then what happens is what you are seeing. No, Therefore, you scale what you are doing? You so, need it as a person for 100 people. Yeah, yeah. So, it was not scalable. 
it was not scalable i got exhausted i developed some you know health issues which i never had otherwise so i had to you know slow down stop get out of that because you know the proof of employability is employment and then somebody has to create that employment and there is an entrepreneur unless you actually have an entrepreneur and an investor who are with this purpose who are aligned with this whose heart is in business because they are serving a human purpose it's going to be only consumed they look at it as you know consumable source of uh, free resources or cheap resources that makes this demand for scalability even more than it is actually so on so there are lots of implications of that you know so the idea of scalability is what was on mind uh, you know when we were so i i engaged uh, clearly blue to help me do a business plan for that go into the market this is an idea but can you and that is the time uh, where e learning uh, this was pre covid so post covid uh, they came back and told numbers are much, much better because e learning is what is preferred you know mode even for the institutions and so on uh, even before pre uh, the pre covid when it, when they did the market research and then came back with the business plan the numbers that they actually believed in that so much that in lieu of taking their fees for doing this you know business plan they offered their services as partners so they were there as partners for digital content and marketing they were the partners i am the technology guy and a place was vacant for the technology development i was this you know the innovator or the, the you know mentor what conceived that the whole idea there is you have to keep the skill development if you call it skill or competency development aligned with the market so somebody should be sensing the market so once you are into a set curriculum of 4 years 3 years whatever who is doing that it is set based on what you sense today or much worse so far it has been what is sense 10 years ago right whereas by the time they graduate world would be much different which is you know you don't need to be anything or uh, uh, you know you don't have to go anywhere to just know this you are we are we have lived through this what was relevant 10 years ago is not relevant what was and with the ai and cloud and whatever else it is changing so fast right so therefore it has to be somebody has to be sensing continuously what is in demand or emerging by means of all information available not just documents not just you know uh, jds for example the least you could do is look at all the jds posted in all the recruitment sites and then figure out what is the trend that is one recommendation will come in so it's a recommendation of what skills are most relevant yeah yeah, yeah. and of what skills right and on the other hand continuously assess what they are learning and so then recommend so we have control over what institutions will teach right i'm not talking of institution i'm talking of this where how ai could be deployed for a purpose okay. for a human purpose because this personalized you know uh, personalized in many ways including their own psychological persona mm. and all of that uh the scope of what they should be learning should be beyond just programming or uh, data science kind of thing but eventually it should be evaluatable on a system so ai could be deployed to continuous first assess the per- I, i was just formalizing what i was doing okay. as a teacher any you know new kid comes unemployable in misery depressed whatever so first you have to address those psychological issues and then like counseling all of that and then put them on to job relaxed you just explore all these you know it's it is non competitive when it comes to learning what competition you know <laughs> how can you compete with somebody who is who, who has a better iq it's meaningless it, it creates unnecessary you you are on your own learning journey you take your own time to discover what would you like to learn and how would you like to learn everybody's learning mode is different so whereas what this system it is a formalization of this process first assess the persona understand the persona and then give them assignment in in something which resonates with at least one thing they had done so far in their life if nothing in their uh, they have learned formally so far in their life is interesting to him then you have to open up everything else that is available but if there is one thing that is interesting to them some subject they had studied in some some school some college some semester is something they remembered and they wanted to follow or they wanted to pursue that you could start from there build the persona understand the persona and then initiate some you know exercises then assess how they approach so you'll be assessing their uh, you know attitude towards their their approach and then the aptitude and so on then you can keep on improvising which is what i was doing personally 
as a teacher as a on a, a very personal uh, level that's what i would do and then help them how how to find out additional information where to go for information you know how to learn what to learn all of that so it is incremental based on how they respond to the you know uh, an assignment all that could be done by a ai system you know so here, assess here i have one question hmm. if you are assigning this to an ai system traditionally you are the teacher you are both giving a push model assessing and directing each student into different directions ai will be a pull model how hmm. will ai know what exactly you like that is that is that's that had to be developed you know a dialogue this was conceived five five years ago at least but today you have chat gpt people are actually using it for but lot of such purpose chat gpt is just uh, giving you answers to questions you ask yeah but how does it tell you what kind of questions to ask for that it has to provoke that thought. so uh, in principle if you agree ai is basically formalizing human intelligence right if there is there are few good we are actually coming to the point of that is there anything good about it hmm. so if we agree that the formal mainstream education system is not ideal it also means that we know what is ideal what is the right thing to do i don't know about that but we know Not, this is wrong yeah. and it doesn't feel right yeah. i don't so, know what is right you go to the details of that i have gone to the details of that i have been a teacher i have been a student in you know the lowest end as well as at the highest end of this you know hierarchy of uh, education business right you go to the details of the, what actually transpires in classroom in assignments in examinations in evaluation that's it it's not a ghost like thing right you've been a student and probably you've been a teacher also in some context only thing is we have never given attention we just believed that you follow you're being part of the crowd whatever happens to the crowd happens to me and then we live with lot of conflicts lot of regrets lot of whatever pain wounds and so on so give attention what actually transpires and what was the expectation then you will see that expectation was never met from both side right from your junior school then why did you go on doing it for 15 years do we listen to our children just just think about it do we listen to our children when they come back from their uh, you know school first day and say i don't want to go to school i don't want to go to school so there lies all the issue frankly speaking i am where i am today with all these exploration we send children to school because we don't know what to do with them Ha yeah, yesterday we were having this conversation yeah. <laughs> so, about parents paying for their kids like yeah, yeah. to send them to a class so that you're outsourcing you outsourced all your religious uh, you know and spiritual uh, you know requirements and similarly you outsource your education also then what am i doing there are lots of those things so if you give attention because uh, ai or any automation means that it has to be defined it has to be defined it has to be standardized even the intelligence is a kind of algorithm only so we are only formalizing a natural intelligence there is something beyond iq why the proof that most of the training education and what we called as intelligence that comes through practice is purely mechanical the proof of this is that a computer can beat human beings like legal opinion medical opinion even chess playing why because it's a mechanical process by common sense of uh, you know computing and using computer you know unless it can be put in logical steps computer cannot do cannot understand cannot execute so if what we think as very complex thing uh, legal opinion and uh, this thing what is that that computer cannot do which human beings are doing it's only corruption sir i want to also talk about like empathy and care and exactly so you don't get from a computer corruption of course i agree with you I yeah so therefore therefore if you actually break it down to what i uh, that's why now they are talking of uh, you know empathetic ai and so on we are coming to that exactly where it where it is good is in this space this very personalized compassion driven student teacher relationship cannot be replaced by anything else but as it is your whole scaled model the scalable scaled model is not about that right it's about mass and there is a timetable set for the masses that itself breaks negates the whole point of education how can you make 100 and 1000 and lakhs of children go through a timetable if you have two children in your home even twins fortunately padmaja had twins my brothers are twins yeah twins born to the same parents same social system you know uh, they would be uh, groomed in the same environment completely born different personalities yeah completely different then ways. how can you have hundreds of them and as a country it is lakhs of the millions of students going through the same thing and you expect all of them to learn at the same time with the same following same timetable and get the same grades 
what were we thinking obviously we are not thinking so what is the whole purpose of your thinking ability if you are not thinking about what is happening to your children that's what happened to us also so i heard like, why are you not thinking about it years, they never changed like the national education policy so we were just studying what probably yeah your parents generation said yeah okay they changed because i have they been didn't change, I heard. yeah yeah so i have been part of changing curriculum okay. in state as well as in iit but what does it change fundamentally we are only upgrading syllabus does it change this fundamental requirement of the true education which is to give attention to every child what is it going through and what is right for every child that, that is not going to happen educational systems nowadays are all about making money so you have yeah. like 60 people how does one individual attend to 60 people like exactly that is the problem so we are talking if you know incrementally there is something good about you know personalizing how do we scale you have to use technology that's what i was coming to if there is something good then it is in the only relative in the context of requirement of a scalable and personalized you know skill development or competency development we could bring it in the reason is simple if there are really good teachers who can do this that is not a scalable thing why again go back to the system what is the value you give to a good teacher most such good teachers die a poor life they don't want their own children to become good teachers and all you know now the education as a profitable business do you think that has tolerance for good teachers i personally know you know very good teachers who are you know adored by their uh, students after retirement they came and joined this competitive you know uh, training institutions they died of exhaustion so i agree <laughs> that's how okay. it has been so far hmm. but like now everybody and their grandmother are like creating courses online putting it up online they are into their own business so now if they really are a good teacher they have the technology and the platform to get through and reach more people don't you think that's a positive that's what we are talking about so, so personalizing teachers, yeah assuming they also have a good sense of business and marketing themselves they can actually be like you know that is what we are talking lives. about so yeah. if you try to improve incrementally the system it will only consume everything for its own purpose for everything is you know one more like a slogan or a you know whatever you call usp like thing but how much of that is actually put into practice you'll never know or you will know you know the objectives are different there as long as you are stuck with this timetable based time bound nobody is responsible for learning by chance that 1% or 5% might get aligned with that and their learning will never be complete everybody learns we all learnt only by practicing right eventually so then what exactly uh, uh, we, we did we do in this 15 years or 16 years of schooling is questionable what exactly did it do it did something to us could it that have been better social skills sir yeah. that's what i believe so if you look at you know uh, because now more data is available one of the data point is that in the us because that's a role model for every country to follow everybody wants to become us you know i have heard that teachers are not sending their children to school they do home home education home school so the home school is trending small schools home schools schools without test and exams it is trending why it did not trend 50 years ago because everybody had to go through this learning our you know the blinds are so strong we all go through this but we don't question we want somebody else to create an alternative until then we cannot get out of this so keeping all of that in the background if this personalized thing has done some good the one way to scale it is use system approach right that was that idea the whole idea of that venture the technology was that you have ai recommendation system which is on one side it is scanning the demand side scan the trends you know do the trending and so on then continuously assess the learners based on the assessment you keep changing the assignments and you know continuously uh, assess and match that with the available you know uh, demand then you could re- recommend right candidate to the right opportunities and vice versa in between until they qualify for any particular opportunity immediate opportunity you could keep guiding them change you have been learning this with this intent but that is not the trend now right but with what you have learned half of that is relevant for this new trend 70% is relevant for something else would you like to change your track today there is nobody to tell that so people want to preempt the whole thing therefore no mechanical no electrical no electronic let's all learn computer science who is guaranteeing that computer science will give all the jobs the whole point of ai or preceding that was all automation is to reduce uh, human labor 
as soon as you have few human uh, you know uh, excellent brains who are able to code lot of this one ai system put on cloud can do 1000 people's job which it is already doing like if driverless car which is a which is only a software now the scalability is only about adding more servers <laughs> so virtually it can take away all the driver's job overnight the that is the point so if there is a place then within this framework you could probably scale this this personalized uh, learning for employability not personal learning go on learning that is also a possibility all those possibilities are there here so the platform conceived is automated ai system which should be scanning the demand side all the jobs are in uh, which are in demand continuously assess the you know learners on the platform and of course give feedback to the uh, the teachers and mentors all of that is there on, on you know recruiters are the first people who wanted to subscribe to this recruiters and hr i was surprised why hr guys because hr guys could use this for assessment because they know that the way they are doing assessment is to, today is incomplete right they can never be sure like in infosys 10 years ago not now 10 years ago the recruitment to application ratio was 1 is to million how on earth human beings will be processing a million uh, application the easier thing to do is put filter degree multiple degree you know then yeah whatever you know and what degree and then which institution so everybody upstream will be spending lot of money and time on building their brand rather than actual learning skills and if you have a village idiot who has learned better from a good mentor personally mentored how will he qualify into this system so if you put these filters at the time of recruitment you are losing more than you may be you know filtering in you just don't know if a better uh, you know talent exists because you have put filter on all these you know what should i say the marketed oh, brands these are <laughs> just ways to standardize things right so i know how to compare but who is assuring that you know all these labels are true to itself that's where the corruption is that is questionable yes that corruption is official universities are making it formal to refer past question papers to prepare their students for examination past five years question paper everybody discovered the teachers the tutors and students and parents university you know bangalore university had you know uh, vice chancellor few years ago announced you know that we are the first university in the world or in asia to have 25 years question paper 25 years question paper made available to students so if your whole education graduation is based on last 5 years to 25 years question paper are we thinking really we are turning humans into ai because yeah. ai is trained on past data we should be doing it is not even past data <laughs> question paper so in banking they use you know the, the, the crm analytics uh, users you know rfm model recency frequency and monetary value of every customer based on that they would be running campaigns for upselling and cross selling this is that all students innocent students will invent this rfm model it is actually rfm model the recency of questions frequency of questions and marks value of that based on that you shortlist you need to only mug up this much to get this much grade the last bencher is only targeting 35 he will take guidance from all these uh, you know masters to identify macha just tell me which question i have to mug up just to get 35% and the guys who get 99 also are doing the same thing the tutors are doing the same thing so what are we talking about if when you realize this you don't want to waste your single breath on talking about this system you would rather spend it on what can i do to my child or my neighborhood child so but without a degree that official piece of paper you are worthless in the job market because of the current system now however much you want to try to change it it's not going to change in a few years right so you still have to do that route and then you have to personally level up to do what you want so you have to again go deeper into what exactly you know uh, constituting this job market what are people in jobs doing i'll give you a statistic since from my corporate years uh, 15 years ago you know the hr uh, forums they do their own research they publish their own things one of the published thing was in any organization public private small big mini micro only 5% of employees are engaged actively engaged with the vision mission objective of the and objective of the organization another 15% have to work for them maybe we'll get pulled and pushed into doing something 80% not less 80% of all employees are disengaged they just do enough to take home their salary so your whole definition of employment is 9 to 5 job weekly off monthly your cl pl el whatever and then monthly salary 
and yearly vacation and some goodies. That's your definition of employment. And how many do you think have been employed ever in India? Not more than 18%. And what just about 17.5% people are employed by this definition of employment. Because of the comfort it provides, there is a rat race. You set up the rat race, so you have so much of mass available to pick up these few. And among them, 80% are disengaged in their job. If you can create a company and scale it also, where 80% is engaged, it would be a miracle. That's a mind-boggling stance. Yeah. Look at our governance. In a country of billion plus, one and quarter billion, you can't find 12 worthy of, you know, the highest offices. What is meant by uh, active engagement with the vision mission. So by the, this definition of employment, 80% is unemployable. And then within that, what do the 80 do who are employable? Disengage. 85% of uh, graduates from IIT eventually sooner or later end up in the US doing financial job market, uh, financial market jobs. And 80%, 80, 85 or 90% of them virtually drop out of academics uh, at the end of their first year. They understand this is all nonsense, some historical thing which is much below his IQ. They'll start figuring out where will he go in the US next. So, lots of fallacies. That's what is Maya. And that's what is told. If you turn towards, you know, your attention turns towards what is true, then you'll start seeing, you, you know, look closely into any system, you'll start seeing the Maya. 80-90% of and more than that is Maya. So everything is based on some reason, but you keep on questioning that. And very soon you'll reach a dead end. Or is a never-ending, you know, reasons are there. You'll not find the truth. So, I think so that in that... Calling disengaged, right? I am yeah, just working yeah. with the system. That's it. Let me do enough to get by. Let me do enough to get my, you know, enough to have a decent life. Why, what is wrong in that? I may have my passions outside of work. Yeah. What is wrong in that? This work is just something that's sustaining me. There are a lot of people who are like that. What is wrong with that? Well, well, you know, you can, you'll have to go deeper into that. If you realize eventually, again, we are probably going into another uh, territory, <laughs> domain. Yeah. Okay. This whole phenomena, everything is connected to everything else, right? Comes to your awareness. Then any transaction you do with a corrupt system, you are helping sustain that, which is creating miseries for somebody or the other. That has created spaces like this Greenpeace and, you know, the child labor and so on. We all would be happy buying and uh, presenting pairs of jeans to each other, to our children and so on. But if you actually understand where is it coming from, where the child labor is used. Some NGOs are trying to make others become aware of that. Where has it come from? Just like whether the food you buy has animal content or not. So once you become aware of that, then what happens? Then you can bring about certain changes. It may not be... Then why are we, uh, are we trying to even become aware of where is this coming from? Whatever I am consuming, where is it coming from? Whatever I am contributing, whatever is consuming my energy, where is it going? I think a few people are. I wouldn't say everybody. So few. Few. That's where it is. You know, we are talking of few within few within few. But sir, there's always yeah. a few and the few will keep changing from domain to domain. But that depends on the interest of the few in that domain. Right? So that's why we are going into a different territory with the limited purpose of is there anything good coming out of, you know, using technology for in education particularly, it could be this. If you have discovered a particular process which has worked for personalizing, for the purpose of, limited purpose of scaling that, could you use this? That was, you know, uh, the thought. That could be good. It is not absolute good in any in any sense. Good for a few more people than it was. Yeah, it is good relatively. Relative. You can't say a few people or so. So, the whole idea of this uh, AI system is making it adoptive. The rest of the world is not in your control. But can you have a capability deployed to objectively assess? Few individuals may be capable of doing this. Okay, that's not based on just measurement. It is based on, you know... Uh, sensing insights so whatever can be like in analytics we say you analyze a lot of data and find actionable insight that is still computable but the mind that conceives that does not come from formal process so it's an intuitive process but after intuitive process you come to an insight you have to find out how to make it computable and then create that whole process for computing that's what this AI is about. From outside, it is phenomenal, right? It looks like it is an intelligent system. 
But if you know what is computing, that is the proof that mo what we considered as most intelligent people were doing was mechanical. Do we recognize that? And if that comes to your awareness, then what happens? Then why do you have to train so many people with all this drama of education system, this rejection, the suicides, and you know, all of that? You might as well deploy AI system, which is scalable. So, 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 that is the point. So, if there is anything good about it, it could make this personalized process, you know, much more inclusive, much more, uh, you know, objective and scalable. So, we are, are we not moving into an era, era where everything is recommended to us? Everything, all our choices are driven by recommendation engines. Yes, I'm and we, not too happy about that personally, most yeah, of the time. But, but you, we are. So when you are buying everything online, including dating, <laughs> you know, and it is humanly impossible to process all options available, you have recommendation engines. Recommendation engine tells, it will surprise you with some facts you have forgotten, you didn't know where you went yesterday and, you know, the previous, it will surprise you, you know, last weekend you were here, you ate this thing and, uh, you know, walked on the street and bought uh, something here through something there, you start believing that. And then that belief and trust extends to, you know, accepting whatever it recommends. <laughs> you know? So this system is created by most intelligent people. It is that 5% who, who succe successfully passed through this education system and then 5% among the, those who became, you know, eminently employable and then 1% of them who became you know, AI engineers or whatever, you know, very intelligent fellow. So that intelligence is relative because the remaining 99.99 has no access to the information to judge whether this is genuine or not, whether this recommendation is true or not. So more brain, more money, more time gets spent in building the brand value and the trust. It is exactly like the whole education system formally is about making your student get the grades, not about learning. Nobody is responsible for learning. Sir, you know that kind of we are running a program for uh, women who want to restart their careers after a long career mm -hmm. break. Uh, majority of them, it's maybe maternity. There are some of them who are taking care of people, some of them who are going to like study, whatever. But they have been away from the job market for a really long time. And you know, in the last 5-10 years, things have changed drastically. What are the kind of skills that they need to acquire? That's not replacement yeah. by AI. See, if they're going to invest the next few months learning that few, uh, skills, it should be something that AI can't replace within the next year. What do you think are current skills like that? See, uh, because I'm, I'm not deep into what you are asking, what all AI is doing, so one has to look at it, but I, I saw on YouTube someone, IIT guy, IIT Karakpur or Kanpur guy is offering workshop on this. Exactly what, what you asked. He's offering. Yeah, yeah. So how AI will impact your, uh, you know, work or job kind of thing. So some people can look ahead and talk about it. But it's like this, the Tesla, it is there in the public domain, right? And you know that it's going to be automated driverless car. Potentially, in the vision of that, it could replace every driver. Does it mean that nobody should try to learn driving now? It doesn't mean that, right? So if as a country, we are stuck with this kind of education. And not that, you know, those who successfully graduate through this education are doing some great thing. No, I have no such illusion. But this anyway rejects more people than it accepts. What do those rejected people do? They find these jobs, a driver's job, a cleaner's job, a mechanic's job. They become that by practice, out of compulsion, right? So even yes. if they are uh, reading these news and everybody talks of driverless car, that does not scare him by, you know, choosing a driver's job now. It does not require any qualification, anybody's permission to become a driver. The moment you need put a qualification and an authority to decide, then you are at their mercy. Mercifully, it is not there in India because if they try to do, they will get killed. But this is a mass requirement. So that just means keep hustling. Yeah. So, whereas we educated people, we don't dare to go and kill somebody who does this. We will be seeking another expert's advice. Sir, how do I survive this AI? You try to do that to a, a driver, they will kill the fellow who has developed that AI system, which replaces his job. It's as simple as that. <laughs> you know? so, 
Yeah, so that is so it. Yeah, it it goes back to discovering what is your essence. What is your essential quality? Sahaja pravrti. It is so much as discovering yourself, as in discovering what can get you money if you are trying to make a living out of it. See, there's passion. Well, there's finding your ikhya where your skills, yeah. your passion, everything you need. But I don't know if all of us are always in a position to find ikhya. In our own lives, I'm sure we've gone through like troughs and uh, you know places when we have had to just do things just to get by. So it it all goes back to your uh, again. Education. What did education do to you? Could you have done better without this education or with a different kind of education? Or okay, whatever has happened is ha- happened. That's why you have lots of schools of philosophy and spirituality, right? The present moment. Assess presently. You know where you are and where the world is. Then now, can you, with awareness, choose? So if you are choosing consciously. then always it is based on incomplete information you will never know the complete information if you choosing it from something this is your own voice deep voice your own light whatever what resonates what gives you joy then these calculation doesn't matter it is that's why it is called immeasurable the moment you start comparing there is this struggle there is this misery that is endless so are we aware of that that either i am inviting misery or i am in misery for this 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 reason if i am not in misery i am going to create misery for others if i demand that i need this for no reason like most of the uh, you know silicon valley and uh, you know investors are like that investor uh, investors and the entrepreneurs who raise their hand okay i'll help you the you know uh, multiply your money by employing some idiots in india they have no clue to what it takes to solve a problem or what is the problem what it takes to discover a problem let alone solve but all of them want super intelligent black box yesterday that's the language they use i want it yesterday what is the objective i want 100x exit or 100 million dollar exit i have heard this so many times and i asked them hey, what exactly do you have in mind what do you want me to develop that you figure out you are the guru you are the <laughs> intelligent Okay, so that's where we are. So if I am aware of this, what it has done to me? The first time I was not aware, and at least with experience, I should become aware, no? <laughs> become sensitive to that. So anything which looks like a choice, I mean, these are like you can say tips, if you will. And since you are asking about that, because n- nothing can be taken as a, a kind of uh, you know, universal. Not only universal, the ultimate. kind of thing one has to discover for oneself right the moment you have choice you have to think about it then it is not coming from you know what may be absolute on a absolute basis what is the right thing for you maybe because any choice is based on what partial information if you have to evaluate it is always based on information information is always partial and the more we depend on digital information you know if you are in the in that world right from you know your uh, what is that web uh, search engine optimization i thought it is some great technical stuff technological stuff some intelligent stuff in fact when padmaja wanted me to train some folks here in analytics she sent one lady i was trying started with this conversation because i've seen you know search engine optimization kind of thing in in your list of services somewhere the website development i just thought i can just like if you have worked in a company which does this then you know it and then let's start from there what is analytics in that then as i started uh, thinking about well having conversation it occurred to me that is nothing but tirupati model tirupati is a long queue because there is a god you know some premium god let's say then you pay premium you can actually directly enter that's a co right so the tirupati thing you know as a subscriber to that system you know it but then you have to struggle so much to get into a job which you know if they ask you question about seo we don't know i don't know or you have to go register for a course to learn what is seo and to become qualified for this and after that you see that there are million people who have come with same certificate <laughs> but you might as well understand you can become aware that this tirupati queue system or dharmasthala queue system is actually a seo then everybody knows what is a seo 
Absolutely, sir. <laughs> so I think sometimes we use these fancy terms which are just confounding, but like when you give a simple example mm -hmm. like this, the logic becomes apparent. How so, it works, AI, at least in the broad yeah. system. So, AI is as simple as that. I, I found that this is what, you know, uh, most appropriately describes that is AI is automated least common denominator of human intelligence. I love that, sir. Thank you for putting it that way. AI cannot touch, touch, you know, the highest of human intelligence because the highest form of human intelligence does not come from intellect. And that's what all these, you know, self-awareness or self-discovery, self-realization, schools of thoughts are saying, individuals as well as systems. It is insight. And that insight comes when your mind is not clogged with intellect. But our whole education system is clogging you with information Coercively. That was a very insightful conversation, is, sir. Yeah. My last question to you is, what are you learning now and how are you learning it? Yeah, I'm always learning the hard way, it looks like. Or rather, the hard things come to me and something transpired, I, I end up learning. So, I would, relating to your previous question, whether it is just not just for ladies or uh, youngsters, it is for everybody. Can you look at whole moment of life, I'm borrowing words from um, other spiritual, you know, talkers or thinkers like Krishnamurti and whole lot of others and the same thing which is told by Radhi Shankara and that is there in our Upanishads, etc. So without self-awareness, who am I? There is no basis for any understanding whatsoever. All your understanding comes through your filter, filter of all the things you carry in your mind as knowledge which is certified and rewarded by many agencies. The more it is certified, more it is rewarded, you think that it is very real. No, all certification is manipulated to serve somebody's purpose. We don't understand that, you know, all online certification, everything is, you know. So, I'm not that. talking about certification. So, the, point is, the point is that, you know, if you can see that, like the choices you have to make, on what basis, and so on, the basis of all the choices uh, and leading to conflicts or not having clarity to choose is because you don't understand yourself. That's how it connects to. So when you are learning to get certified, to get employed in a you know, particular theme, then you don't know what you are signing up for. You get stuck with that. Everybody say, you chose this. Then you look back and, no, no, I didn't choose this. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody marketed it to me. Everybody is who? And then nobody is responsible for that. Finally, he said, you chose it. <laughs> so, the whole system does not give you space or not even a clue that start with understanding yourself. Start with learning about yourself. That is learning. So, if you look at this, wherever you are now today, start from where you are now and what is, you know, your requirement, your need. Why are you looking for choices and somebody else's guidance to choose? Start from here. Who are you? So if you can start from complete self-awareness, then choicelessly you would move. That is fundamental learning. And again, look at the word learning, learning, e-learning. We are always positive, positing something. By learning, you know, we posit something. There is something to be accumulated. What if learning is actually about unlearning everything you have learned the wrong way? Who I am today, if you try to describe who you are, you will talk of all your experiences, your qualification, this and that. Is that who you are actually? Then that, then that should be sufficient. You can become aware of that, who you are or who you think you are. But if that is not sufficient to choose to do something or even to decide on what to do next, what do I do with my life, then there is something you don't know. All that thing you think you know who you are is not enough. So that is what is suggested. In the awareness, when you bring to, most of the time we are not aware, no? We acknowledge it many times, right? We don't know why we are following this or that. We follow it with very limited objective of survival and then the desire kicks in to get more out of that. Whatever succeeds and you want more of that. You look around, you have a lot of examples of that. But we never have statistics of everything on which we base our decisions, no. It's based on so recommendation from some trusted sources. And you never question that trust and belief. You question that. So the way to this learning we talked about now is, one, can you look at, can we look at, can everybody look at this whole life as series of learning? Every moment I have to learn. Can you be in learning mode? Why that learning 
not even teaching, though they say teaching is a noble, that has to be a learning journey for the teacher also. He has to be learning about the other human being and about himself also. Otherwise, it becomes content delivery. An expert teacher is only doing content delivery. So without that sensitivity, when you just keep delivering content, what happens? It is just dumping. And even I have been probably that in an AT mode of you know, a great uh, you know, teacher. Uh, on what basis? I can imagine things and deliver in a very interesting way. Uh, at that time, emerging subjects like this, you know, the, the deep learning kind of things. But only when you engage out of compassion with somebody who is bottom of pyramid of the unemployability, you start understanding what is the difficulty of learning. A lot of problems in why they want to learn this and why I want them to learn this. But can we question why do you have to learn this? Is that the right thing for this particular life and brain, carrying this brain? What is the need of that particular life? Does it have to be coerced and pushed and labeled as, you know, unemployable and, uh, you know, degrade and failure for learning this? So these are only pointers, you know, that essential and non-essential. What COVID showed that whatever was essential had to be provided and, and it survived. It is a non-essential which collapsed, which created so much of economic uh, issues. If it was essential, it could not collapse, no. What is essential? If finally it comes to food, you know, clothing and shelter, everything else is, and that too only as much as you need, everything else is fancy and non-essential. And now you look at all your business plans, all your digital marketing and content creation and marketing. What percentage of that is about essential? Tell me now. It depends on how critical is somebody needs that skill. That is that, that somebody is only a micro segment of a market. Yeah. You don't have to go on, keep on doing this for your survival. Your survival is taken care, my survival is taken care. Why are we going on doing that? So many years ago, 10 years ago, when I was into exploring all these things, beginning before I uh, you know, happened to facilitate the learning center, through which I learned a lot more about life. One, well, I was exploring alternative education for my daughter and so on. One, one research report. I found in the US, because we are all following US trend in education, in industry, in employment, lifestyle, everything, you know, that uh, children were becoming more obese, more ignorant of the outside world, more homebound, all kind of, you know, issues were there. Then the research. So it came out uh, with this, uh, you know, recognizing this uh, phenomena called nature deficit disorder. You heard of it? Most US children are suffering from nature deficit disorder because you moved away from nature. All your education, all your trending, the employment, everything is about taking life away from nature. We as human species, as we are now, as we, are as we have evolved and if you will, as we are designed now, the body, mind, etc. is not meant to be living away from nature. That few flower pots on my you know, terrace garden is not nature. It's extremely self-centered way of holding nature in my, you know, pot and then I need, uh, uh, you know, electric electricity to water that. <laughs> so, so the NDD is about that. And then they discovered there are some, you know, uh, natives, the Native Americans living within that continent. They have very consciously chosen to live their ancient lifestyle away from this. In those communities, there are no incidences of depression and suicide. So it all relates to, you know, uh, the intellect and the pleasurable, you know, uh, mind taking over life. That's the root cause of all depressions. So and so on, you know. What, is, what learning journey are you on, right? All this. You're so in the, when, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, so if you can look at well, life as a learning, moment of learning, that is one, you know, phrase I'm borrowing, but... Once you understand that, you can be in learning mode, then, you know, you would be closer to your nature and then you start realizing all these nature deficit disorder included, you will start, comes to your awareness. And that could show the path, what is the right thing for you. So once you are caught up in this, all this goes on, the drama goes on. That's what they call as Maya and uh, so on. So engaging so, with Maya, whether you like it or not. No, no, we don't know why we are not liking it. So if you start inquiring, looking into why you are not liking, what is the discomfort, if there is discomfort, then you'll... Okay. <laughs>
so thank you sir that was a very insightful conversation thank you for sharing so much information with us on the useful yeah. i have so many more questions for you but maybe we should preserve that for a different episode sure so, sure thank you <laughs> thank sir you. subscribe to the edge podcast on your favorite podcast channel we are on google itunes spotify stitcher and more if you like this episode please share it with your friends if you have stories to share and want to be featured on our podcast write to us at podcasts@adepticlabs.com at